Welcome, welcome to the Legacy Hour with Roger Vassallo, your legacy facilitator. And today I want to talk about opportunity. Are you seeing opportunity in this market? I know a lot of people are going nuts right now. The prices are completely, completely crazy. And guess what? I just recently attended a Quebec, a Quebec conference on um, investment properties or revenue generating properties, apartment buildings particularly, and high rises and all that. And the big discussion, the thing that I retained the most was uh, when the economists uh, presented the uh, state of the economy address. And basically the, the economy is going uh, the way it's going. Actually, it's going to be pretty much the same for the next uh, two, three years uh, from what the numbers seem to indicate. Uh, inventory is still very low. Uh, there is a strong lack uh, of inventory while demand is high, very high. Actually, uh, the inventory numbers were lower than it's uh, been in, I don't know how many years. As a matter of fact, uh, they were also saying uh, that um, because of the lack, the low vacancy rate, uh, rents are still going up. Uh, so what does this mean for people who are buying investment properties or income properties, revenue properties, whatever you want to call them, uh, is that the revenue is going to be going up for the next few years. And um, as it continues to do so, uh, you know uh, that that's going to push drive the prices up because uh, these properties are uh, pretty much uh, appraised on uh, their performances, which is uh, cap rates and uh, um, all that, uh, all, all these uh, uh, ca cash flow numbers that keep coming up. Well, they're going to have an impact. So you're seeing a lot of uh, different types of investors on the market. You're seeing people who are looking for new inventory, also. Uh, so there is an opportunity for newly built apartment buildings. Um, so I know that a particular type of investor is going to love that type of apartment building, which is, uh, uh, you know, the equity guy who wants to sit on it, who is looking for uh, stability to park his money. Uh, cap rates, another interesting thing, because we, we are, we keep talking about how cap rates are coming down, uh, which means the property values are going up. Uh, and performance is going down, but we're also not factoring in the fact that the interest rates have gone on, gone down by about 0.5 since last year. So that does also taper uh, a bit of the cash flow situation. Now, um, there is a huge discrepancy in rents, uh, which means there are still similar type apartments that are renting uh, with tenants who've been there for uh, long term at uh, low values, whereas you're finding in the same neighborhood apartments who have newly come up on the market that are renting for twice that price. And because of that phenomenon, uh, people are moving out a lot less. So this is going to be interesting. Uh, another thing that I, uh, I thought, another interesting stat that I thought that would be to follow up on is the fact that um, Montreal right now has uh, more um, uh, apartment building starts, new apartment building starts uh, than Toronto and Vancouver combined. Uh, something like 13,000 uh, starts of apartment buildings. Uh, and uh, seeing that there is a huge flux of uh, immigrants, right now the net migration figures were at 88,000. And 65% of new immigrants tend to rent, which means that this is uh, flooding the market with more tenants. All these factors lead to uh, increasing increase in rent and increase in value of these income properties. So people who are thinking that they missed the boat on acquiring an investment property, actually you haven't because guess what? It's going to get worse before it gets better in terms of pricing. 
so it is an actual a great opportunity for you guys to seize it and maybe you might have to bite the bullet now i know that there are different types of um of investors on the market but I want to ask you the question, are you seeing opportunity in this market? Do you understand the opportunity that you have? I know a lot of you are thinking that, oh my God, it's it's too expensive and my brain can't wrap itself around these new prices and all that. And you know what? It's not the first time that we've seen that. I've been in real estate for 15 years. It's not the first time where people kind of wrap their head around prices. And right now, all the performance indicators are showing uh, that uh, these prices will continue to go up. So I want to know, are you seeing opportunity? Are you looking at it the right way? Do you know what your uh, investor profile is? I mean, I talk about investor profile sometimes because I know the difference and I know a lot of people don't know the difference between what, what, what is an investor pro, what is their investment profile. And you know what, I'm glad to help that if you reach out to me. Now, there are people right now who have buildings that are either vacant fully vacant or in the process of being vacated which presents an opportunity for someone looking for optimization who does not have the know-how of vacating buildings now there is a premium that people will pay for vacated buildings because you have to keep in mind that when you're going to get financing for a building that has low performance indicators which means has a very high price and low revenue uh, the bank is not going to lend you a lot of money and um, a lot of times what happens is, is this becomes a, um, a first roadblock and then once you acquire it, uh, then your other roadblock is to find a way to uh, adequately compensate uh, tenants who do, do not want to stay around for renovations. Now, having said that, uh, you have uh, uh, this uh, other situation where people who are uh, very uh, cash heavy who are coming in the market and making these uh, offers to buy these buildings and you can't necessarily compete with them. Well, sometimes what these people do is uh, they, they don't mind acquiring a building and uh, doing the grunt work and vacating the units and selling it to you vacant and they're able to supply you with uh, you know uh, certain financing options that can uh, actually help you acquire the building now have you looked at that or is there other opportunities that you're not looking at are you looking at uh, uh, people who have uh, stabilized the building you know i know a lot of builders right now who are turning like i said the statistics have shown that there's more starts <clears throat> who are turning to building new construction uh, income properties now what what is the opportunity in a new construction apartment building well you know other than the obvious you have low maintenance costs you have uh, uh, <clears throat> you know, you probably can ask for higher rents and the market is actually has a very high absorption rate for these type of, uh, pro this type of product right now. Uh, but it also provides you to get uh, longer term financing. If you have a newer build, you could probably go with CMHC <clears throat> 30, 35, maybe 40 years. And now it depends on the quality of the tenants and uh, the quality of the building and all that. But uh, definitely there's an opportunity to take a longer amortization and able to be able to make that acquisition. And I know a lot of people have identified this as being a great flip market because the market is, is, is turning over. But I think it's also a great opportunity to buy and sit. If the market's going to keep growing for the next two, two, three years, I mean, it's very foreseeable that you could acquire a building now and keep it for 10 years and uh, be very happy with the result in 10 years. Now, for sellers, what does this mean? For sellers, what does all this translate to? It translates to a lot of things. So yes, the prices are still going up um, for the moment. We don't have a crystal ball as to how long it will take. And 
we don't know if uh, you know the particular product of certain uh, uh, invest uh, of certain buildings is will continue to go up in the sense that some people are already uh, expecting the highest uh, dollar for their building and you know if you're really expecting the highest dollar for your building and uh, it, it might be based on uh, not current value but future value uh, there are investors who are buying future value uh, there are investors who are buying future value just to hold on to things longer term. And they want to have that competitive advantage on the market of offering you something a little bit more than what the current market says in order to lock down that asset. Now, having said that, th think about uh, these uh, condo projects in Montreal. And the condo projects are taking the position that they're going to sell it to you based on what they feel it'll be worth three years from now when it's developed. Now, if you're selling if the condo uh, developers are able to sell you based on future equity uh, on future value and locking uh, investor money for three years until it's delivered well i mean why can't building uh, owners do the same thing now see it always depends on what the profile of the investor is now there's people looking for upside uh, i still find that there's tremendous opportunity for upside on this market uh, not just because of growth but because there are some buildings who unfortunately uh, need a lot of uh, love and people who don't have the time, the patience or the money to be able to do it who are holding on to buildings uh, that they feel uh, for them is uh, a burden of, uh, of putting any money in. So, you know, there is a perfect storm for every type of an investor. So if you identify what kind of owner you are, you, we can match you with the proper type of investor. And this market has opportunity for everybody. The only opportunity that is lacking is on the market inventory. Now, is it smart for a building owner right now to put his property on the market? Well, at the moment, people are overbidding. I went to visit a property this week. They were asking 1.5 million for a six unit apartment building and their revenue was very low. Now, the location was great. It was a great location in the Southwest and there was a frenzy of people going to check it out and it was um, a, a bank repossession. And the frenzy of people that were there, um, I knew that this property was gonna go well above market price. Now, is that a good deal uh, for the seller? Yes. Is it a building that I wanted to make an offer on? I mean, we made an offer for a client on it, but we didn't go uh, very high, and we were just hoping to see it would stick by removing as many conditions as possible, which means we didn't have any financing condition, we didn't have any inspection condition, we didn't have any review of documents condition, we made the offer with no legal warranty, we made, the, uh, we made a seven-day close, we made a no-visit-of-units uh, uh, clause. We put, like, literally... Clean seven-day close, but at a lower offer in hopes that maybe that can get the attention because we know at the price that it will go at That's not the profile that we fit, right? But that profile exists on the market So once again, it depends on what the product uh, that you have is and it also depends on uh, What type of investor that you are so there is a match for everything now. I'm not saying That you should overpay or that you should not overpay because that answer to that question really depends on your profile some people are very long-term thinkers or some people will never sell 
So it doesn't make a difference for them to pay a little bit more now in order to keep that asset long term and pass it down to their children. There are other people who don't have that frame of thought. They want to turn over quick. They want to know that if they acquire the asset, put some money in that they could get that money out right away. It depends on your profile. And again, we're talking about apartment buildings. There's different types of other investments. But on this day, uh, this is probably going to be aired on the following Tuesday. But today, as we're recording, it is Valentine's Day. And there are people uh, who are uh, considering building a legacy together. And, uh, uh, you know, this is uh, Valentine's Day is a great legacy day. Because you share moments with your significant others. Well, why don't you take a moment of your romantic day and uh, talk about building uh, your legacy for the future. <laughs> um, anyway, moving on. I just wanted to address uh, that question. Are you seeing opportunity in this market? And if you're not seeing opportunity in this market, then you need to understand you probably don't know what your profile is. Now, there are people, like I said, who are looking at apartment buildings uh, you know, is there an opportunity in the condominium market? Well, let's take a look at the condominium market. What's going on here? Maybe new construction has become a little bit out of reach for a lot of people. The prices have gone too high, uh, $1,000 a square foot plus tax on the gross square foot. It ends up costing a lot of money, plus you got to lock down 20% and uh, have your money frozen there for three years until they deliver. Maybe that's not for you. Maybe that is for you. Maybe you like it because it's new and you believe in what's coming there. And that's okay. But have you considered the resale market? And yes, I know there are a lot of properties that are going on multiple offers right now, Amel. People are overbidding and uh, multiple offers. But what about the properties that have been on the market for a while? Do you not see the opportunity in those? I mean, they've been sitting there for months. Uh, they're not sold yet. Maybe they had offers. Maybe the offers didn't work out. Don't you think that those properties are the ones that are worth targeting if you're looking for a better price? If you're the type of investor that says, I just want to buy the lowest price possible. I'm looking at price per square foot. That's all I care about. I want to buy the lowest one. Well, you know, there are sellers who are still on the market who missed the opportunity of their first eight weeks on the market who still haven't sold that want to get rid of their asset. And this could be a win-win opportunity for both of them. Have you considered looking at those? There is many different approaches. And again, that's condominiums. Now, there are houses. What's going on? What's, what about the housing market? Housing market, as you know, is on fire in the burbs. All the burbs are selling houses like nuts and prices are keep going up for high and all these REM markets and so on and so forth. So what is the opportunity in owning a house? Can you buy a house and rent it out? Um, you know, it's yet to see because the market is segmented to see whether or not the rental value will uh, uh, be able to uh, come up to uh, the uh, uh, price of the house. But if not, houses are in a great flip market. These are great opportunities to do some rehab work and put them back on the market, buy some older distressed properties or properties that have been sitting there for a while. You know that if a property in this market didn't sell in the first few weeks of activity, uh, then the market has spoken. Now, nobody else is looking at them. Nobody else is looking at these properties. Doesn't mean that you can't. And it doesn't mean that these properties are, uh, there's anything wrong with them. They just took a wrong approach at listing it. They put it on the market at the wrong price or at the wrong time. Well, I don't actually think that the wrong time exists, but they probably put it on the market at the wrong price. They took, you know, 80% of marketing is the price. 
you'll get my attention. If you're selling something in Westmount at, uh, you know, 50% on their market, everybody will look at it, you know? Uh, it's just 80% of the marketing is, is the price. Now, you know, uh, agents are uh, very smart in seller's markets. Uh, they know that pricing low is more advantageous to generate multiple offers. And in pricing low and generating multiple offers, oftentimes the property will likely sell above what the market dictates the price should be. On the opposite end of the spectrum, you have people who are too optimistic about the market, and I've been there, and overprice their properties in hopes that the market will catch up to it. And then what happens is people end up discounting your price. And then you end up selling at market or below market. So now that you know that there's been these properties that have been on the market for a while, and maybe they've price dropped already, maybe they've adjusted their price already, maybe they haven't, but you know what? Um, I mean, I'm always looking on the lookout for the houses that have been on the market for a while and who just dropped their price because I know that we could play some ball. Now, is that, does it mean that they're going to expect accept your lowball offer? It doesn't mean that they're going to accept your lowball offer. It doesn't mean anything, but you might as well try. Wayne Gretzky said you missed 100% of the shots that you don't take. He was the greatest goal scorer and hockey player of all time. That means he took a lot of shots. We remember Michael Jordan for all of his um, game-winning uh, free throws or buzzer beaters, but how many did he miss? We don't remember those. He's missed a hell of a ton more at the buzzer than he put them in, but we remember the ones that he put in. So, in other words, you got to take a shot. You got to take a shot at what's out there. And you know what? I don't. I never believe that it, it, you should ever take advantage of anybody under any circumstances. And this is not what I'm trying to say. What I'm trying to say is that there are people who are willing to entertain lower offers in order to sell for whatever reason that they may have. Now, some of these people might be in a financial crunch right now. Some of these people might be going through a divorce. Some of these people might be going through separation. Uh, maybe some of these people have to move out of the country uh, for work or out of the city. Uh, you know, maybe these people that this house has become way too small for them. They've got too many kids. They've got to find a solution to, to be able to acquire a bigger house. Or maybe they're looking for something smaller. They're looking for something smaller because the kids have left the house. Or maybe because the, the house is too far from work. Well, guess what? These people are not necessarily selling for uh, financial reasons. You know, they're, they have a bigger objective that they're trying to hit. And liquidating the asset might be something that helps them arrive at their goal. So, you know, you got to take a shot. You got to take a shot in this market. So I'm asking you, are you seeing the opportunity in this market? Now, a lot of things that I talked about today, they apply to any market. However, we are at a very interesting moment in time here in Montreal because the market is very high, highest it's ever been. And it's still growing. This presents opportunity for the seller and for the buyer. The opportunity for the seller is that they could cash in. The opportunity for the buyer is that the market is still in a favorable direction, which means you're not buying at the top of the, mar of the, the market. And again, it depends on the, uh, you know, the market is segmented, so it depends on the product that you're purchasing.
and what is your investor profile and the profile of the seller. So, Roger Vassallo here. This is your Legacy Hour. I hope that you were able to absorb some of this information in making better moves on building your legacy and acquiring or selling your real estate. If you have any questions, you can always reach out to me by the various platforms I'm on. That's Roger Vassallo, your Legacy Facilitator. This has been the Legacy Hour, and I can't wait to hear from all of you. Thank you.